This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Our percentage of new cases, as you can see, has been slowing. It's been bending. And that's really important. And it's testament to the effort that everybody here in British Columbia has been making over these past few weeks. But we must keep that firewall strong. That's Dr. Bonnie Henry with one of her many reminders to us about how British Columbians need to be strong. And if you've been following the number of daily confirmed cases across Canada, and I know many of you are very closely following those numbers, you've probably noticed that BC seems to be doing a lot better than, say, Ontario or Quebec when it comes to controlling the spread of COVID-19. Way too early for BC to take any kind of a victory lap on this, but the numbers do seem to be on the right track. So we thought, let's break those down a little bit more. Joining us now is Stephen Hopshin-Can. He's an epidemiologist at the School of Population and Public Health at the University of British Columbia. Stephen, thank you for joining us. Good morning. Glad to be here. So when you look at the numbers, what do you see? Uh we do see some positive uh, signs that um, maybe we have uh, flattened out the curve. Um, you know, there are a lot of quarantine measures that have been put in place and uh, seems to be uh, so far looking good. Uh, that's what we were hoping at this stage. But um, we have to wait a little bit to see if those numbers continue. As an epidemiologist, then, what to you are the most important numbers? I know people break down whether it's, you know, a number of hospitalizations, number of people in critical care, but what do you look for? Uh, well, one of the things to look for is the percentage of change in COVID cases. Um, so we see um, good trends in terms of those changes. Um, like uh, we saw a huge spike in Quebec um, and so towards the end of March when they combined confirmed and probable cases, um, but now those are trending downwards, and um, we're seeing some positive changes here, for sure. All right, and so what do you think BC is doing differently in your area of expertise? What's different here? Um, well, I think one of the advantages we have uh, over Ontario and Quebec is we have a later spring break. So um, they had their earlier spring break when things weren't as restrictive, and a lot of people uh, came back from their holidays and came back with COVID and were able to spread that around. Uh, whereas our restrictions in terms of like uh, reducing the number of uh, people at, at gatherings uh, came in place around mid-March, and that was just around the time spring break was starting and there were travel restrictions uh, being uh, broadcast. So I think these made a difference, um, not as many people coming in with COVID and spreading it within the community. So you think we kind of got lucky? It's it's part luck, part luck, yes. Now, being an epidemiologist, uh, this is a job that is very popular right now, Stephen. Uh, lots of uh, people who are in your line of work are talking about this. Uh, what do you think are some of the misperceptions that people have about this? Um, well, I think uh, one of the important things that we've seen is uh, the social social distancing measures. When they were first put in place, I think um, we didn't see as many changes as we wanted to with businesses and in- individuals. And I think over the past few weeks, we've seen both uh, businesses and individuals getting better at social dis- distancing, mm-hmm. um, you know, less crowd gathering and um, 
you know, at grocery stores and other businesses, you see people uh, definitely staying apart. Uh, so that's a really positive sign. Do you think, how, okay, how long do you think this is going to last? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, there's some concerns now with um, uh, warmer weather during the summer, and we've got an upcoming long weekend where people usually get together with family and friends. So we're hoping, um, you know, despite the warm weather, people are going to continue to uh, practice social distancing and not gather and, and not affect uh, our numbers as uh, time progresses towards the summer. Yeah, are you concerned about that Easter weekend coming up? It is a little concerning. I mean, the message has been put out there, but, um, you know, if people see positive signs, maybe they think, okay, we've done what we need to do and we can go back to normal. And uh, We're really not at that stage yet. Uh, we still have to practice social distancing. That's very important. Now, Stephen, are there lessons from this that you hope will stick with people long after this is over? Um, yeah, it's important that people remember uh, this uh, this pandemic. Um, you know, these are changes we don't hope happen again, but we never know if this sort of thing will happen again. Um, it'll pro- it'll for sure be back uh, next winter. So uh, there may be a bit of social distancing that we need to do next fall, depending on when the availability of vaccine uh, comes to Canada. So we'll have to wait and see. So do you think the single most important thing people can do right now is that social distancing? Yeah, I think that's very important. Um, a lot of people are uh, wondering, you know, where, whether they need to wear a mask in public or not. Um, but it becomes less important when um, people aren't gathering together and people uh, uh, keep at least six feet apart when they're out in public and hopefully stays home uh, as much as possible. But is that a message, do you think, for us here in BC versus Ontario and Quebec, where the situation is different? Uh, I think it's the same message everywhere. Um, You know, it may take a little bit longer for Quebec and Ontario uh, to see some more positive changes, but I think the message is pretty much the same everywhere. All right, so do you think this is the way it's going to be for the next couple of months then? Um, that's hard to predict. Um, it's possible, but um, yeah, it's hard to predict how much uh, change in weather will affect uh, the transmission of the virus and uh, people's individual behavior will um, maybe affect the declines. Uh, we've seen some positive trends in some other countries around the world, so hopefully that will continue for us. When you say change in weather, do you mean that idea that in warmer weather it perhaps won't spread as quickly? Yeah, we're not really sure um, how much that's going to play in this particular uh, pandemic, but there is hope that um, maybe it's less transmissible as the weather improves, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. We will. Stephen, thank you for your time. Okay, great talking with you then. That is Stephen Hopson Kent, epidemiologist at UBC at the School of Population and Public Health, uh, talking about the numbers. So when you're looking at those BC numbers and you look at what's happening in other provinces, you think, whoa, what what is the difference here? One, BC had some early cases. Remember, with what, early February, I think we had like one or two, and it stayed at a very low number for a while. So one, we had kind of early exposure to the issue of COVID-19, but that difference really does seem to be the spring break issue, whereas 
back east uh, in central Canada. They had an earlier spring break. And remember Premier Doug Ford, who has been amazing the last couple of weeks, he took a lot of flack that first week for saying, everybody go and enjoy yourself. Uh, And health officials were saying, no, 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 please don't travel and don't do that. Uh, But made a big difference. Also, I've heard uh, and read about how the return of the snowbirds in such massive numbers in Ontario and Quebec also uh, has had an impact on their numbers there. So for BC, we're doing the right things, but we don't have those extra circumstances that Ontario and Quebec have had to deal with here as well.